Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today we continue our studies in 1 Thessalonians, Paul, the Gospel and the Church. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Heart. We'd love for you to join us over there. Good morning. Sorry, there seemed to be a problem with me starting that video, but uh, we're here now. So hi, welcome to you. So my question for you this morning is this, what is God's will for your life? And uh, a big part of God's will for our lives is found here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verses 16 to 18, where Paul says, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Those triplet uh, injunctions there that we get to rejoice always, to pray continually, and to give thanks in all circumstances. And uh, I enjoyed listening to Joshua last week on that whole issue of praying continually. And I was reflecting and trying to put that into practice. And just thinking, you know, that um, I don't think Paul is saying, of course, as Joshua said, that we are to be on our knees 60 minutes every hour, 24 hours a day, because we'd never be able to do all the other things that God has called us to do, such as to work hard and so on. But nevertheless, there is to be this habit of prayer in our lives, part of the rhythm of our lives. There's Uh, Paul says in uh, the beginning of Thessalonians chapter one, verse two, that he always thanks God for and continually remembers the Thessalonians in his prayers. And he says in Romans chapter one, verse nine, that he constantly remembers them in his prayers at all times. Now, if a fella tells too many girls that he loves her, loves them, he's going to end up getting in trouble. You can imagine a Roman Christian meeting a Thessalonian Christian on a road and the Roman says, you know, we're very important to the Apostle Paul. He's always remembering us. Uh, And the Thessalonian Christian says, well, that's strange because he said that he's always remembering us as well. It doesn't mean that Paul is exclusively continually praying for one thing, but rather that there is a rhythm in his life that he is constantly praying. And that can mean, yes, behind closed doors in your closet, but between you and God. But it can also mean those kind of spontaneous moments of prayer through your everyday life. Uh, I have to mention my half marathon, of course, um, of uh, I mean, Arnold used to talk about buses. So sorry about that. But, uh, you know, uh, as I was running around on Saturday, I had a Chris Tomlin album playing in my ear. Uh, my uh, uh, bone induction earphones and I was listening to songs like you know some trust in their in horses some trust in their chariots but I'm going to trust in the name of the Lord there's power in his name and I was feeding off of that and it was kind of I was communing with God as I was running along you know and as I was coming down the finishing straight and there was a song about together how God is always with us and and I was I was just thinking, yeah, God's with me now. I wasn't praying in a focused way, but we're communing with God through our daily lives. There was a lady, a maid in the olden days called Susan, who said that, you know, when she woke up and opened her eyes, she would kind of pray, Lord, open my eyes to your wonders 
today. And as she got dressed, she would sort of say, Lord, you know, um, may I know that I'm dressed in the righteousness of Christ. And as she washed, she would say, may I know that I am washed and purified in Christ. And as she um, would sweep the floor, she would ask God to sweep her heart of any abominations that were in her heart. And as she kindled the fire and stoked the fire, she would ask that God would stoke a fire in her cold hearts. And um, and so in every we can use these prompts to help us to pray continually. But the Apostle Paul goes on, of course, to give us this third injunction here, which is that we are to be thankful in all circumstances, to be thankful in everything. Now, notice that Paul doesn't say be thankful for all circumstances. We don't thank God for evil in the world, for example. We don't thank God for COVID, but we can thank God in the circumstance that he is working all things for good for those who love him. You see, our call to be thankful to God in all circumstances is predicated on our understanding that God is sovereign in all circumstances. He is providentially working out his purposes through all circumstances, which he has ordained in his sovereignty. And therefore, we can always be thankful in all circumstances to the God who sits on the throne. And so we're called to be thankful in all circumstances, as Paul spells out a little bit more in Colossians. And I love what it says in Colossians. In Colossians 2, it tells us there in verse 7 that we are to be rooted and built up in Jesus, strengthened in our faith and overflowing with thankfulness. We're to be overflowing with thankfulness. Christians are not to just have the occasional bit of gratitude. We're to be overflowing, bubbling over with thankfulness. And so he goes on to say in chapter three of Colossians and verse 15, be thankful. And then he says, sing songs with gratitude. And then he says, always giving thanks to God the Father through Christ. And so we can sing, we can be grateful, we can thank God for his kindness towards us. You know, it tells us in 2 Timothy that in the last days, one of the traits of the terrible times in last days will be that people will be ungrateful. And there's a sense of entitlement that people deserve things and they get cross with God if they don't have what they think they deserve. Whereas we would say we don't deserve anything. Therefore, the breath that we breathe, the sunshine that we enjoy are reasons to be grateful to God for his kindness and mercy towards us every day. And so we are constantly to be thanking God and it, I want to just finish by pointing out that we've got these three injunctions here, haven't we? And they are hallmarks of the Christian. The three injunctions to rejoice always, to pray continually and to always give thanks are hallmarks that should mark out the Christian as being different because we have these God wants a people who are rejoicing 
always. He wants a people who are praying continually. He wants a people who are thanking in all circumstances, rejoicing, praying and thanking. And of course, it tells us, well, we want to do these things, of course, don't we? We want to be joyful and to pray and to thank because of all that he has done for us, all that he is doing in us and all that he is going to do for us. We want to do these things, but God wants us to do these things because it says here, this is the will of God for you. And finally, we want to do these things. God wants us to do these things. And we get to do these things because this is what Jesus did. And it tells us this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You see, Jesus set an example for us in all of these three areas, rejoicing always, even as he approached the cross praying continually, as was his habit every day, it seems, and regularly praying and praying spontaneously through uh, his reflex reactions through the day, praying continually and always being thankful in every circumstance, even at the Last Supper as his the cross was hanging, uh, the shadow of the cross was over him. It says he took the bread and he gave thanks. Jesus modeled these things for us, but not only did he set us an example, but we can do these things in Christ Jesus because we now have the life of Christ Jesus within us. We are filled with his spirit. We have the spirit of Christ. And so in the very same way that if you had the spirit of Shakespeare, you would be able to write a Shakespearean sonnet. We have the spirit of Christ and therefore it will increasingly be natural to us to want to do these three things because we are little Christs and we live the life of Christ because he is in us and we are becoming more and more like him. And so let us pray today that we would put these things into practice. Lord, we thank you that uh, you set us a wonderful example and now you have given us your spirit so that we might follow your example. And we pray today that we might know more and more what it means to be joyful always, to pray continually and to always give you thanks in every circumstance. We thank you that you are sovereign over all things and therefore we can trust you in all things and we commit ourselves to you this day. In Jesus' name, amen.